So, welcome all of you for this wonderful session on practical spirituality, the very first session of this year 2021. So, I welcome each one of you here on StreamYard, on YouTube, and everyone who is listening to the podcast as well. So, I already have Achyutanji and Dev Chandan who have joined the session. And uh, yes, we also have Hina Madhaji who just joined us now. So wonderful, all of you for joining this session. And this is something that I was thinking since quite some time to have a very interesting practical session so that we can apply the principles of Bhagavad Gita in our life, day-to-day life. And that's extremely important because Bhagavad Gita is not simply a theoretical book. It's not simply a scripture with some principles but it is something that we can apply in our day-to-day life and that's exactly why we thought that this should be included in our study of Bhagavad Gita and then we can relish so much more when we practice so as spiritual seekers we all actually strive to get experiences the spiritual experiences and spiritual experiences come when we actually practice the principles given in the Bhagavad Gita and then we get realizations and that realization actually makes our life more fruitful, our bhakti more mature and that's the reason it's extremely important that we know certain nitty-gritties of practical applications of spirituality and although now there are so many things that we can discuss but I specifically thought today we will discuss on a very important topic and you see Krishna's blessings can come in so many different ways actually Krishna, Krishna's name, Krishna's pastimes, Krishna's words everything is absolute including Krishna's prasadam but when it comes to prasadam, the relishment is quite quicker. We get the experience immediately. And that's why prasadam is so wonderful that we come in contact with Krishna and we relish and we appreciate Krishna very quickly. There are a lot of people who may not appreciate the philosophy, but when it comes to prasadam, nobody wants to deny it. So that's the beauty of prasadam. And that's why today we have this practical session on how to prepare how to prepare prasadam an extremely important a very integral part of our spiritual life now we must know and understand that it's a very big deal in ISKCON when it comes to prasadam prasadam is not an ordinary thing and an isolated thing prasadam is very integral part of the ISKCON movement in fact Prabhupada said that our philosophy is kitchen philosophy which means that we all are so much addicted to eating the Krishna says that okay you eat this, you eat my prasadam so I am very glad that you could all join and I also see Vinod Chandanji has joined so definitely there are a lot of people who will also join soon and I also appreciate and welcome all of those devotees who are listening on YouTube as well. So let's begin, let me share my screen and let's begin with some invocation 
Bears like we do always. And this session, we are offering to Srila Prabhupada, our beloved spiritual master, who is the founder Acharya of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. And you can see how in this very first image of the presentation today, Prabhupada is actually relishing prasadam. So, Prabhupada, he uh, not only uh, cooked prasadam, he distributed prasadam and he nicely honored prasadam. So, by his example, we will understand more about prasadam today. And like we earlier discussed that how it is so important to follow an Acharya. Acharya means one who teaches by example, one who sets an example for everyone to follow. So Prabhupada has set an example for all of us when it comes to eating prasadam, cooking prasadam and offering prasadam. So it's wonderful and let's begin our session today with the prayers. So I request each one of you to please Join your palms and repeat after me. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Nitina Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravadi Prajarine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Pashyat Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Advaita Gadadhara Srivasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Namu Mahavadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Name Bhagavan 
and yes this is how we need to actually prepare food and offer it to the supreme lord so honoring is last but we'll first understand the importance of prasadam so very recently in our discussion of bhagavad gita krishna in the third chapter is explaining and stressing the point that how we need to perform yagna all of us we need to perform yagna so that we get purified and krishna also very beautifully explained that how the great devotees yagna shishta sanasantoh so all the great devotees they partake only the remnants of food that is being first offered to krishna so what is prasadam prasadam means what the literal meaning in sanskrit prasadam means the mercy of the lord prasadam means the mercy of the lord so when you actually take prasadam you are taking the mercy of the lord and that's why it is so important now prasadam prabhupad says that we need to take only krishna prasadam we are not supposed to take anybody anybody else's prasadam only krishna prasadam is what we need to take because krishna is absolute truth he is the supreme truth and when we take prasadam or food that is offered to krishna then that is prasadam anything else which is not offered to krishna is not prasadam so prabhupada says that part of surrendering to krishna is being careful not to eat anything that has not been offered to him that should be our determination so prabhupada is explaining that how we need to take prasadam and we need to be very determined about it why because that is the sign of surrenderance to krishna so when you make up your mind that yes i am going to take only krishna prasadam and nothing else that means you are taking a step closer in your surrenderance towards krishna you are surrendering see this is a very important aspect every time day in and out we are actually eating right at least thrice in a day we are eating so when you have a proper restriction and limitation and you have a proper principle of yes i am going to take only prasadam that is offered to krishna that is surrenderance to krishna and that surrenderance comes only when you have love so when you take only prasadam that is offered to krishna you are expressing your love towards krishna and prabhupada also very beautifully explains that how in our krishna conscious life as bhaktas as practicing devotees we accept krishna as our supreme master he is the supreme master of all of us now as a servant of krishna we need to create the remnants in ordinary life also we see that how the servants they generally take food after the master has taken once the family members the master and the master's family members they take food that is when the servants take the food now since we have accepted krishna as our master we need to take the remnants of the food that is being offered to the lord and that should be the attitude of a devotee attitude of a devotee means we will take only that is being that which is offered to krishna and i will take what is the attitude of the devotee i will take prasadam when krishna provides it it's not like i can i'm hungry i will eat whenever i want no krishna will send and provide everything that is needed for a devotee's life 
the sustenance of devotee's life. So that should be our attitude. Now the question comes, Prabhu, you said only Krishna Prasadam. Can we also take uh, the food that is offered to the Devatas? There are so many Devatas. We have 33 crores Devatas. Can we take Prasadam of the Devatas also? Actually, Prabhupada says in uh, one of the purports of Srimad Bhagavatam that actually a Vaishnava is not allowed to take any food offered to the demigods. A Vaishnava is always fixed in accepting prasada offered to Lord Vishnu. You see, actually we should know the Devatas, the demigods are also great Vaishnavas. They do not take anything which is not offered to Vishnu. So the Devatas, they are such a great devotees that they take only prasada. So now if you take offer something to the Devatas which is not offered to Vishnu, first of all they will not accept it and then you want to take it by yourself, that is not called prasadam. So the right procedure, the correct way of taking prasadam means first it should be offered to the Supreme Lord Vishnu. Like in Jagannath Puri, Prabhupada says that the food is first offered to Krishna. It is offered to Krishna and then in Puri Jagannath, in the temple, you will see there are many other temples of Devatas also. That food which is offered to Jagannath, Baldev and Subhadra is then taken to the Devatas. And they are very nicely honoring the prasadam of Jagannath and then finally it comes for distribution to all of us, the devotees. So that is the right procedure of accepting the prasadam of the Supreme Lord. So we cannot directly offer to the demigods and then take prasadam. Many people offer, uh, especially if you go to Kolkata, they have this principle of uh, uh, Kali Prasadam. Now they offer meat and then they say Kali Prasadam and every slaughterhouse, every meat shop will have this Kali Prasadam board. They simply kill, they don't even offer to Kali, they simply say Kali Prasadam and they kill the animal and they eat it. So such things are not actually recommended. So we as Vaishnavas, as practicing devotees, we are not supposed to take anything that is not offered to Vishnu. Even if it is offered to Devatas, we are not supposed to take that prasadam. Right? Prasadam means anything that is offered to Vishnu. Anything that is not offered to Vishnu, it is not prasadam. In simple words. So when it is not offered, we cannot take anything that is offered to the Devatas. Definitely, we should not take anything that is being eaten by some karmis. Who is karmi? Karmi means a materialistic person. A materialistic person, you know, he can eat so many things and then, especially in this corporate culture, people have this uh, parties and they, uh, you know, exchange food from one plate to another plate and then they think that it's all okay, you drink from the same glasses. And you know, there is a lot of transfer of food from plates to plate. And this is not a good principle. Because when you eat prasadam, that is not prasadam, when you eat food from people's plate, there is an exchange of karma. Just like when you offer food that is being offered to Krishna, you get infected by the love of Krishna. Because it is purified. Similarly, the opposite reaction. When you take something, the food which is offered by some karmis to you from their plate, 
then you will get infected by materialistic ideas. A very fine example of the power of prasadam is the example of Narada Muni. When Narada Muni, in his previous life, before he actually became Narada Muni, it comes in the Srimad Bhagavatam that how when he was a small boy, just a five, six year old boy, his home was visited by the Bhakti Vedantas. The Bhakti Vedantas are the people who keep traveling, the sannyasis, they keep traveling. But during Chaturmasya, they reside in one place during the rainy season. And they happen to stay at uh, this place. And uh, Narad Muni and his mother, they were nicely serving the sannyasis. And Narad Muni, the small young Narad Muni was actually taking the remnants of these Bhakti Vedantas. And just by taking the leftovers of these great devotees, Narad Muni could actually understand the Bhakti. The Bhakti sprouted in his heart and that's how he could actually practice Ashtanga Yoga and see the Lord within his heart. So that is the power of taking prasadam of the great devotees. The prasadam, the food that is offered to Krishna is called Mahaprasadam. But the same Mahaprasadam when it is taken by the devotees, the pure devotees, the Acharyas, then it becomes Mahamahaprasadam. And when you take Mahamahaprasadam of Acharyas like Srila Prabhupada and the great Acharyas that we have seen in the past, then it is going to have a very tremendous effect on our consciousness. But the opposite is also very true. So we should not take any food which is not offered, which is offered by these karmis. We should be extremely careful. Do not eat anything that is being given. In corporate culture, when there are meetings and all these things, you can very nicely still be there, have official things done. But please do not exchange because there is an exchange of karma. So this is a very important principle. Now within the family, I understand it is uh, it may be impractical and as family members, anyway there is an exchange of karma that is happening. But especially when you are dealing with materialistic people, we should be extremely careful, extremely careful, not to eat anything that is being given by people. Right? So these are the principles that we need to follow when it comes to prasadam and take only Krishna prasadam. Now let's ponder upon some very important points. The very first point I want to share. First and foremost, one should eat only prasadam. That's why Eknashishta Sanasantaha. What Krishna is saying in Bhagavad Gita? That when you eat prasadam, it is said very beautifully, we also discussed, Ahara Shuddha Sattva Shuddhihi. When you eat purified food, how do we get purified food? Any food that is offered in Yakna that becomes purified, that becomes Yagnashishta. And when we eat Yagnashishta, our consciousness, our existence becomes purified. And when our existence becomes purified, what happens? Our memory is revived. And when our memory is revived, what happens? We will start thinking about Krishna. You see? So in the previous point that we discussed, that not to take anything from the karmis, very beautifully there is an explanation Given even in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Antelila, the sixth chapter, it is said that how Vishayera Anna Khaile Malina Hayaman Malina Manhoile Nahi Krishnera Smaran, which means that when you take Vishayera, Vishayera means materialistic people, Vishayera Anna Khaile, 
when you eat the food which is eaten by the materialistic people malina hayaman your mind will become polluted malina man hoyle when your mind will become polluted then what will happen nahi krishna rasmaran you will not be able to remember krishna so that becomes an impediment in your krishna consciousness you see so please do not take anything that is offered by these materialistic people very very important point because it becomes an impediment in your own krishna consciousness so please eat only prasadam that is offered by the devotees cooked by the devotees and then finally served by the devotees very very important second important point i want to explain here is ideally like i already said we should take prasadam or food which is cooked by devotees offered by the devotees and then finally served by the devotees so it's extremely important in a family setup we all have to become devotees and eating prasadam is the first step towards it so all of you please uh, think about this and very nicely try to inculcate this principle of offering prasadam so now in the same spirit we should also know that there are a lot of commercial foods you know there are items like chocolates and ice creams and chips and biscuits and cold drinks and bread etc all these things should be avoided a vaishnava never takes all these things as much as possible we should avoid it's very difficult but then we need to follow this there was this one devotee yeah i think it was in mumbai so this devotee was having this habit of uh, uh, buying some chocolates every time because he was a proper disciple and he used to actually purchase some uh, vegetables and all those things but along with that with some change he used to buy some chocolates and i think those days there used to be this five star chocolates and he used to keep them and eat them so once it so happened that prabhupad was there in the temple and this devotee happened to go and purchase some uh, vegetables and he had his quota of chocolates in the pocket and then when he came to the temple you know he saw prabhupad in the room and he immediately paid obeisances he, he paid his namaskara and then when he paid his namaskara the chocolates actually spilled out and then prabhupad saw those five star chocolates all there on the ground and then prabhupad looks at him now this devotee is in a dilemma what should i do so he takes one of the chocolate and then offers it to prabhupad prabhupad please take this is for you so he was trying to bribe prabhupad by giving the chocolate prabhupad said no devotees don't eat chocolates and then prabhupad told him all these things should be avoided we should not take this and then prabhupad did not just tell him that we should not take chocolates very soon little later prabhupad personally went to the kitchen and cooked a very fantastic sweet and then gave it to this particular devotee and told him to have this this devotee who took that sweet from prabhupad which was personally cooked by prabhupad he said that the taste was mind blowing out of the world it was coming something from the spiritual world and from that day on he never touched chocolates again in his life so now people say devotees think okay actually we should not eat the dark chocolates because it has caffeine in it but we can take white chocolates no even white chocolates also should be avoided now there is uh, some addictive material in that uh, that is called the theobobin or something like that which is also present in tea that's why we don't take tea as well so these things should be avoided ice cream 
chips and biscuits now they will be thinking prabhu ji what are you telling these are all my favorite food and you are asking me not to eat yeah so this is why uh, the tapasya comes see all of you have agreed earlier agreed that you will not be able to go to the jungles and do tapasya and in fact none of you really vouched for that oh prabhu ji i'll go to the jungle and do tapasya so prabhu bhai is giving something very simple you can be at your home but you do this tapasya which is very simple much simpler than going to the tapas going to the jungle right so these things should be avoided absolutely no no to these things try to avoid things that are uh, uh, you know available in the market one thing is prabhupada also gives an exception where prabhupada says that generally we should not take any prasadam anything that any food from people but when you pay for that food that is extreme condition when you pay for that food it is called dravya mulena shuddhati when you pay for the food it becomes purified to some extent then you can actually take it but simply without paying if you take then it's going to bind you it is very simple krishna says in the bhagavad gita anything that is not offered you are eating only sin agham papa krishna explained that isn't it right so there is some practical uh, difficulties we may face while traveling you know sometimes when we are traveling and we are going out for preaching or professional work uh, we will be compelled to eat in a restaurant so in that situation we you need to identify a restaurant where they cook without onion and garlic a pure vegetarian uh, restaurant instead of going to a non vegetarian a restaurant you can go to a, a restaurant where it is pure vegetarian and then you can find out something which is without onion and garlic very important extremely important again these are exception generally you should take prasadam but then when it is an unavoidable situation then you can try to find out some prasadam like you know generally iskon temples will have some prasadam outlets you can take something from there or there are some outlets where the jain food is available where they don't put onion and garlic but these are extreme condition this is not that oh i just want to eat and satisfy my tongue so i'll go and uh, take something from these places and eat it no it's only when uh, you're traveling or it's an extreme condition okay so this is all about importance of prasad but before we go to the next section i just want to see if you all have any questions so if there is any question please let me know i would like to take some questions so while we are discussing these few important points please ask some questions so that it can be very impactful so let me check my comment section if there are any questions okay right now i don't have any but here devotees on youtube also if you have any questions regarding the subject matter of prasadam or the importance of prasadam please do feel feel free to ask questions yes any questions please so because this is very important topic and we are going to do this day in and out every day we are going to cook prasadam if there is anything that you want to ask please please yes
why I also mentioned the procedure how they offer in Jagannath temple. So what happens is generally any temples you go even the Devata temples the procedure is if you go to some Shiva temples they first offer it to the Shaligrama they offer it to Vishnu there and after offering it to Vishnu then they offer it to Shiva and then it is finally distributed to all the devotees. So same procedure can be applied at your home also. In fact, when we do Shraddha also, you know, there are times when we, uh, uh, every year we perform Shraddha ceremony to our ancestors. We don't directly offer food to them. Actually, it is first offered to Vishnu and then we give that Vishnu Prasadam to the Pitra Devatas. Then the Pitra Devatas will take care of distributing that to the ancestors. So that is the process. So when you uh, have any ceremonies, of uh, during different festivals like Durga Puja or Devi Puja, anything that you are doing, the first principle is when you prepare anything, it should be offered to Vishnu because Durga Devi is a great Vaishnavi. She will not take anything that is not offered to Vishnu. Please understand, they are great devotees. All the Devatas, they are Suras. They will accept only things that are offered to Vishnu. In fact, any Agna, you take any Agna, Agna is incomplete without food. Prabhupada says, Agna means there should be food, there should be Agna Sishta. But no matter which Agna you perform, the ultimate Bhokta, the enjoyer, the supreme enjoyer is Krishna. Then when you offer it to Krishna, all the Devadas partake their quota uh, of those offerings. Until then nobody takes it, no Vaishnavas will take it. Even the Devadas will not accept it. So that is why, because there is lack of knowledge because there is no understanding of all these things. People misunderstand and they just follow whatever they want. So it is a very nice way of offering uh, the Vishnu Prasadam to the Devatas and then take it by yourself. And in fact, by doing so, the Devatas are very happy. They will be so pleased with you and they will bless you even more because you are offering them Krishna Prasadam. In fact, there is a very big pastime. Prasadam descended on this planet because of Durga Devi. There is a pastime, sometimes I will definitely explain. Prasadam came onto this planet, this Bhuloka, it's because of Durga Devi. So she will not accept anything that is not offered to Krishna. Please understand. So I think this is the proper way, and we should follow this process of offering food to Vishnu and then giving to Devadas and then take that as Mahaprasadam. So that is the right way. So, I hope that answers your question and Chaitanya is also asking some questions. It was told that onion and garlic should be avoided but considering the medicinal properties of garlic, is it okay to use garlic or should be avoided? It should be avoided because there are lot of alternatives to that medicinal properties. You see, onion, garlic is in Tamaguna, onion is in Rajoguna. So Krishna explains in the 17th chapter that how we need to avoid Rajasik and Tamasik food. We should take food that is in Sattva Guna and then offer it to Krishna and then take Shantra Shuddha Sattva Prasadam. So onion and garlic is in Rajoguna and Tamaguna. Please do not take onion and garlic although they have medicinal properties. But when we take Vaishnavas, we take Prasadam not simply for the nourishment of the body but we take food for the nourishment of the mind also so any jaisa and vaisaman 
so when you eat rajasik and tamasik food it is affecting your mind and affecting your thoughts it makes you more rajasik and tamasik which are not conducive for your spiritual progress so that is why we need to avoid onion and garlic completely so another question is is it okay to check so he is saying that is it okay to check the taste of the rajasik while cooking and see if everything is fine so i am coming to that point i will come and touch upon that point very soon vinod chandan ji is asking what about buffet normally in corporates they call the offer buffet yeah we are actually not paying directly yes any time when we go to such programs generally we should exchange something it's very important that's why dravya mulya shuddha ji but if you simply take prasadam food that is offered by these people which is not prasadam it is going to affect you it is that's why first thing is we should take prasadam but since the buffet in the hotels and all these places is not prasadam you should at least pay something to them some little amount you pay even if it is free offered free you should pay something and you should come it is an etiquette for your own purification that way you are not bound so never take free prasadam from people there is an exchange of karma so although there may be lot of palatable dishes and you may get tempted to eat and it is free so even more temptation is there now so we should see the higher principle oh my god it is akhambapa krishna is saying i may eat all these things but i am actually consuming sin i don't want to consume because it is cooked by people who are materialistic you know so it will affect your consciousness so at least pay something in those unavoidable situation first thing is in those buffets also there are certain things which you can follow for example there are things that you not cooked for example there will be salads there will be fruit juices there will be fruits cut fruits all these things can be taken at least as an option and as an alternative so hence they are not cooked they are natural items like milk juice fruits they are natural things you can take them since they are not cooked so in that case you are not just uh, keeping yourself safe uh, but you are also not accumulating any karma so these natural things you can take when you are going to such official programs and meetings so you can avoid the cooked food and take the natural food even when the buffet offers it so that's one option that you can follow so also what happens when we go to eat dinner at relative play yeah this is a big problem <laughs> extremely tough situation when you go to relative play and to tell them no uh there's a big challenge but if you have that conviction if you are very strong if you are not wavering in your krishna consciousness you will say no to them and you will explain to them that why you are not taking you will explain to them showing them bhagavad gita that see krishna has told only that food which is offered i am going to take if you want to take a family get together you want to have please come over to my home we will nicely prepare prasadam and we will have together but if you want me to come at your place then you should offer it to the lord then only i will take and many people will respect now some people may tell oh you are this and emotionally they may try to make you feel guilty but instead you should make them guilty that you are not offering to krishna and you are simply taking bhoga that is not good so many times we feel oh they are my relatives what should i do i 
I can just simply take it, let them not feel bad about it. No. We have to be very convinced. That's why the very first point, as Vaishnavas, we need to be determined. That's preaching also. Vinoji, this is a very good principle. By your actions, you are preaching to them that yes, this is the principle that I am following and please respect my principle. Just like the Muslims, they don't eat pigs. You know that? They eat all other meats, but they don't eat pigs. No matter where they go and pig is offered to them, they will say no, I will not take pork. They are very clear about it. So like that, we need to have a very strong determination that I am not going to take anything that is not offered to Krishna. So people will respect that. They will understand. When you give them proper principle, when you make them understand the principle, they will respect you even more. And they are cautious next time, just because they are not aware. They are not aware about your principles, they may offer it to you. But when you explain to them, they will respect and they will also uh, nicely uh, take care of it next time. Okay, so Hinamadaj is asking, how can we identify materialistic persons? If they are not offering food to Krishna, then they are materialistic people. That's one very simple way. So, they don't chant, they don't actually pray to God. They are only thinking about money and materialistic things and enjoyment. So these are materialistic people. They have no understanding of spirituality. So they are materialistic. They don't read, they don't come for these sessions. You see, you are all coming for these sessions. You are all devotees. So those people who are simply today, Sunday morning, they are enjoying and they will be busy thinking of eating meat. Oh, Sunday. Sunday means we eat meat. You see, so they are busy with that. So they are materialistic. Good, very nice. I'm really impressed with all the questions that you all have asked. And uh, by the way, uh, here devotees on uh, YouTube, you can also feel free to ask questions live and you can understand certain things. So let's go to the next section of our discussion and it's very interesting because there are so many points that we need to understand. So let's dive into the next section of our discussion. Alright. Cooking Prasadam. You see so nice picture of Prabhupada, he is preparing nice prasadam for all the devotees here. So let's understand what are the nitty gritties of cooking prasadam. So very first thing is, we should offer what Krishna likes. It's not that, oh I like something today, oh I want to eat paneer butter masala, then I will go and offer it to Krishna and then I will enjoy it. No. We have to offer everything that is liked by Krishna. And what Krishna likes, he says that in the Krishna, uh, in the Bhagavad Gita, Patram Pushpam Balam Toyam Yome Bhaktya Prayachati Tadaham Bhakti Uparatam Ashnami Prayatatmanaha See, our Krishna is so wonderful. The Lord is so easy to approach. And Krishna's approach towards us is also very easy. Very, very simple. Krishna is not complicated. Actually, Krishna is saying that you just offer me patram, just one leaf, pushpam, one flower, phalam, fruit, or little water. Sometimes if you don't have water to offer, if you simply remember me and if you cry, remembering me, I will accept your tears. Toyam. That is uh, the mercy of Krishna. See, so simple Krishna is. But, it is the tongue, our tongue which is very complicated. Now they will be thinking, oh Prabhuji, what are you saying? Krishna is very simple, he wants only leaf, 
flower and fruit and water but what about my tongue now you are telling that we should take only prasadam and krishna is saying you offer only patram pushpam palam toyam but i want to eat so many things what should i do <laughs> so that's why scriptures knowing our condition they have given some simple things for us although krishna is satisfied to just eat a flower and a fruit and water but krishna also says in the scriptures that how we can offer anna krita dadi and dukda what does it mean anna means any food grains food grains krita means ghee dadi means uh, yogurt and dukda means milk if you can have these four things these are the foundation these are the basis of all the nutrition and the food so just having milk yogurt ghee and food grains is enough in fact prabhupada says vegetables and food are subsidiary and by the combination mix and match of these four things you can prepare hundreds and thousands of food varieties when you go to annakuta when time uh, especially during govardhan puja they make prepare annakuta varieties and varieties of chappan bhog and many many things they apply and they prepare all made only by these four things food grains ghee yogurt and milk you can prepare many many things so anything other than that we are not supposed to consume so anything within this category we can take and consume this is explained by krishna in the 17th chapter also so krishna is very simple but since our tongue is complicated and it needs so many things a lot of demands it has we need to satisfy it by the combination of all these four things right so the very first principle that comes into picture while cooking prasadam for krishna is kitchen cleanliness extremely important now so prabhupada says that kitchen is an extension of the altar the puja room so kitchen is as good as puja room please understand just like you keep the dt room very clean the puja room very clean we need to keep our kitchen very clean in fact if you want to understand the consciousness of a person if you want to understand the consciousness of a family you just go and see their kitchen and their toilets it is very very important you will get to know whether they are devotees or not very very important prabhupad makes this point prabhupad was very strict on this point keep the kitchen extremely clean because it reflects our consciousness if we are accustomed to see dirty things again and again it only says that we are in tamoguna because a person in satoguna never he cannot tolerate unclean things you see people who are in satoguna immediately they will clean any unclean thing they will immediately clean so that is the nature so kitchen means it is very very close to puja room a vishnu yagna or an offering to lord vishnu cannot be performed in uncleanly lokase yagna should be offered in a clean place and cooking is an yagna to offer anything in an unclean state is seva apradha you are doing seva but it is with offense so kitchen should be clean prabhu said at least twice a day it should be 
neat and clean and anytime you cook you should be able to clean it nicely before and after so prabhupa says the kitchen department should be very clean and things should not be wasted this is the first consideration so anything that you cook please ensure that you do not waste a lot of people especially when they invite uh, guests at home and then they prepare a lot of things and then many things go waste of course uh, you know we'll be very glad to know if people are cooking inviting people and cooking and giving them offering food that's an amazing thing because these days people generally just order online and then give it to people no the expression of love is you yourself cook and offer it to god and then give prasadam to people that's an expression of love and not just an expression of love it's also a labor of love right so please keep the kitchen extremely clean so some points to ponder on this very important aspect and that is when you go to the kitchen please wear clean and uncontaminated clothes in the kitchen clothes which are properly washed you should not wear unclean clothes and then enter and then no 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 that is not recommended you should wear clean clothes just like you wear clean clothes and enter the puja room exactly like that you should wear clean clothes and then enter the kitchen room very very important do not talk unnecessarily in the kitchen now what happens is people you know when they're cooking they keep talking 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 and then there is every possibility that you may actually end up spitting sometimes in the food that you're cooking right so you should talk as minimal as you want no talking at all absolutely no talk but when there's a big kitchen a lot of big cooking is happening then you need to have some interaction but that should be related to krishna again but unnecessary talking gossip should be avoided while cooking very important do not wear shoes in the kitchen now this is a very western idea now you see christians generally they wear shoes even in the church but that's not our principle and that's not our culture i have seen many hindu families these days we happen to be in one of the family home program where we were having this damodara program every kartik we have and i saw literally that when we were having a program the family members they wear shoes and they are just entering the kitchen it's not what we actually uh, propagate this is not the right thing to do please do not wear shoes just like you do not wear shoes in the temple you cannot wear shoes in the kitchen as well extremely important so now before and after cooking clean up the cooking platform stove and sink so very important that when we cook any time and after cooking and before cooking we need to clean the platform the stove and the sink you know if there is any spillover all those things need to be cleaned properly otherwise it will accumulate and then it will create a lot of problem it will invite a lot of insects and other things so please avoid that do not use brooms or clothes used for cleaning the floor to clean vessels used for cooking now this is another very uh, insensitive thing you know you take the broom or the cloth that is being used for mopping the floor and then the same cloth you bring it on the kitchen top i mean people just don't understand this they take all the dirt from the floor and they are bringing on the kitchen top and on the stove they wipe with the same thing so it is improper you cannot take the broomstick and then clean the kitchen floor it is improper but people do not understand these things so these are all uh, very unhygienic things and we need to avoid them 
जो आई डू नॉट ईट इन साइड द किचन जस्ट लाइक वी डू नॉट ईट इन साइड द पूजा रूम वी शुड नॉट ईट इन द किचन रूम एब्सोल्युटली नो वी कैन नॉट ईट सो नाउ विथ दिस पॉइंट इट्स वेरी क्लियर दैट वी शुड नॉट इवन टेस्ट इट वाई वी आर कुकिंग राइट सो यू सी मेनी पीपल वॉट यू डू इज they are uh, cooking and while they are cooking they are just so excited to taste mujhe i want to offer it to krishna but let me taste whether i have put salt or not and then they taste it right there they take a little bit and then they taste it and then we are supposed to take uchista of krishna not that we give our uchista to krishna we are supposed to take prasadam of krishna right but instead what people do is sometimes they give their prasadam of course it is not prasadam but then they give their uchista to krishna no that is incorrect so please avoid such things so we should not taste and this is an expertise of a cook a cook is so expert he will not taste while cooking if you are actually tasting while cooking then that means you are not a good cook so that is the symptom of a good cook that he will never never taste unless it is offered to krishna and then coming back to our kitchen cleanliness do not rinse your mouth in the kitchen sink so many times you know people eat food and then finally they go and rinse their mouth in the kitchen sink no if you have a bathroom sink or any other sink please go there and please gargle your mouth and spit it over there but please do not rinse your mouth in the kitchen sink because that is where so many things are getting cleansed the utensils and other important paraphernalia of cooking is being cleansed so but i understand there are some practical difficulties there are some small uh, houses people may have to have this challenge where they don't have multiple sinks and then they have to actually use the kitchen sink so in such unavoidable cases you can have gober with you see what happens is sometimes anything becomes unclean the gober can actually purify the utensils the kitchen floor any time you feel that oh by mistake or knowingly or unknowingly the uh, things on the in the kitchen have become impure please apply gober and it will purify okay do not smell taste foods being prepared for the lord now you may all wonder oh prabhuji what is this i mean you told us not to taste that okay we can wait until it is offered but how can i avoid smelling you know you are cooking right there and how can i avoid smelling it's extremely difficult i know i understand but the fragrance is all over you know especially when you cook something good you tend to consciously ah yes it is so nice aromatic food and i'm going to offer it to the lord no you should consciously not do that but yes unconsciously you cannot avoid and krishna understands so please uh, uh, do not look at the food with the intention of yes as soon as krishna takes i am going to enjoy that should not be our mood good i see there are some more people who have joined on youtube thank you so much for joining so now do not eat directly from the deity's plate transfer the prasadam to another vessel or plate before being eaten so now you know you have a separate plate you need to have a separate plate it can be steel plate it can be brass plate it can be silver plate it can be plastic plate doesn't matter but it should be a separate plate for krishna when you offer it to krishna you cannot take from krishna's plate and eat it no 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 
you should not take it very very wrong you cannot take uh, from krishna's glass the water and drink it it is an offense so krishna is the supreme lord we are his servants a servant will not take anything that is used by the master so please avoid doing that if you touch the floor or garbage cans or the lower parts of your body wash your hands not just the lower parts in fact some people you know while cooking they will be putting their index finger in the nose in the mouth and they will be doing something and then with the same hand they will take the ladle and then they keep stirring the sambar no please do not do that if any time you do that please wash your hands and again come back when prabhupada was in the us very first time he was uh, having this marriage ceremony he was cooking for the whole bunch of people there and he had one assistant and she was actually the sister of the bride and then while she is uh, cooking prabhupada do you know how to make dal aata banana aata hai then she said no i don't know then prabhupada said that in india a 12 year old girl knows how to make aata you don't know make come i'll, I'll show you so prabhupada taught and then while she is doing all that she is frying some kachoris and all then she is saying prabhupada can i go and smoke you see people prabhupada was dealing with such people so prabhupada said okay all right you can smoke you go out smoke wash your hands wash in your mouth come and then again cook so be very very clean while cooking extremely important and then if you have any infectious disease suppose just in case if you are infected by some disease and you are not well please do not enter the kitchen area because you may actually contaminate the food that is being offered to the lord we have to offer pure things to krishna so in an uncontaminated state we are not supposed to enter the kitchen right and avoid hair fall now <laughs> it's difficult but as much as possible please try to avoid hair fall while cooking because especially in krishna's plate he comes in our plate no problem but if it goes in krishna's plate that is not okay so please ensure that there are no hair in krishna's plate okay ah now this is another very important point that i want to share with all of you refrigerator cleanliness now all of us have refrigerators we have fridge at home and it's very important to know that food which is already been offered should never be put back into the refrigerator with the unoffered food fridge means when you have a refrigerator it is actually for those raw materials it is to store raw materials it is not that you cook everything in excess and then that excess food i will go and keep it in the fridge that is not allowed you want to cook fresh and eat it fresh and finish it up no business of keeping cooked food into the refrigerator as much as possible try to avoid this very very important you should prepare as much as can be consumed and after offering nothing should be put back in the refrigerator or kitchen now there is this concept of weekend cooking especially in the west aradhana was telling us that when she was in the us she had some of her colleagues you know they used to cook on a weekend and they used to cook enough for the whole week they used to refrigerate it and keep eating the stale food again and again all throughout the week i mean you are learning so much and they don't even eat fresh food so please do not do that please avoid as much as possible now the refrigerator should always be very clean and pure now how to make it pure <laughs> you can apply some gobar to the refrigerator as well and it's practical i'm telling you it's important you can sprinkle some gomutra or gobar and then clean the refrigerator very very important 
if there is any food extra that should be kept separately not inside the fridge or not within the kitchen area once cooking is done the main course all those things cooked food should be out of the kitchen and kitchen should be clean no more business of going into the kitchen all the cooked food should be in the dining area and people should consume it in the dining area that is the principle that how that is how kitchen should be clean kitchen means it's a puja room it's a puja room please understand and the more careful one is in regard to these small rules the more one can become conscious of krishna please understand all these things that we are doing is may appear to be very overwhelming but ultimately this is for our purification the more we take care of these small small rules and regulations you are actually pleasing krishna it is just showing your intensity of love toward krishna it is showing that how intensely you are actually thinking of becoming pure in your consciousness so that is why all these things need to be followed properly very very important so now before we go to the next section let's see if there are any more questions let me see if there are any questions let's open up for q and a now and let's see if there are any questions all right so lot of things here wonderful questions i see so you can know also what happens with the space ha ah, is there a procedure to offer food to krishna every day at home yes definitely there is and i'm going to tell you about that very soon the procedure we're going to discuss that and uh, nowadays people may buy curd cheese from the market your views please Yes, it is unavoidable, but you can take them. And fortunately, Krishna is not vegan. You see, Krishna is called Makanchor. He goes and steals butter and milk and all these things. So Krishna is not vegan. Vegan people who follow this veganism, I appreciate their feeling and uh, protective nature towards animals. But that also doesn't mean that we go to an extreme state. so we are not going to accept any extreme things here so krishna likes butter and krishna is not vegan we will also accept all that is being taken by krishna so milk curd can be taken although it is from some farm and dairies we can consume it now what happens is see when cows they are nicely taken care of in fact what happens is they start giving more and more milk not just enough for their calf but also for human beings that's how the lord has designed the cows so we are supposed to take milk consume milk especially the desi cow milk because it's going to nourish your brain so we can take them and we can definitely take god and other things that you get from the packet because we are in this situation we can bet proba says make the best use make the uh, best bargain you know whatever it is you do the good bargain of a bad deal whatever it is take and utilize it and become pure krishna will understand but with the intention of pleasing krishna so vinod chand chaitanya you know, best time to offer prasadam how many times yes we are going to come to that part very soon uh, i will take the question shabri had tasted and offered to ram and lord ram said to okay your views please 
Now that was Shabri after all. I mean, Shabri is a pure devotee. And she had done so much of intense tapasya based on the orders of her spiritual master. So Shabri, out of love, that intense love, she offered it to uh, Krishna, the Lord Rama. Now that is very much possible for us also that we can taste it first and then give it. But do we have that kind of intense love? Krishna will accept. Krishna is ready to accept. It is not that only I will take from Shabri or I take it from Radharani, I will take from Gopis. No. He will take from each one of us provided that we have that kind of intense love. So with that intense love when we give, even our Chuta Krishna will accept. Prabhu, but unknowingly when we cook, we happen to smell the dishes. Is it okay? Unknowingly, it's okay. But knowingly, if you are smelling and you are tasting and then you are seeing at it and then wanting the desire, you have the desire to enjoy that later on, that is not okay. Okay, so these are a few things that we discussed. Let's quickly roll on to the next uh, discussion because there are so many important things that we need to discuss today. So, yeah. Now, this is a very important thing, and that is offering Goga. Offering Goga. We do not offer prasadam to Krishna, it's not offering prasadam. It's offering bhoga. What it means? Anything that is not offered to the Lord yet is called bhoga. Anything that is offered to the Lord is called prasadam. So, when we actually prepare all these food stuffs, we are offering bhoga. Krishna says, Bhoktaram Yagnatapasam Sarvaloka Maheshwaram. He is the bhokta of everything. He is the ultimate bhokta. So, what principle is anything and everything that is being given to us by Krishna, we are offering back to Krishna, to the ultimate bhokta. My Lord, it is given by you, I am giving it back to you. So, offering bhoga. It is not offering prasadam, it is called offering bhoga. We take and consume prasadam. So, now let's understand this procedure of offering prasadam. So, point number one, very important, please make a note. So, when the food is nicely prepared, we offer it back to the source from which everything emanates. So, food which is nicely prepared, how do you define nicely food? A nice food means, very first thing is, that which looks very good. You know, sometimes uh, people prepare food and it is, you know, just by look at it, you will say, oh my god, this is not good. <laughs> it should be very pleasing when you cook food it should be very nicely uh, done so it should look good number one then the food should smell very good you know, the fragrance should be very nice it should not be too burnt you know when it burns it gives a very different type of aroma so the food the second aspect of good food is it smells very nice the third aspect of good food is the texture of the food. You know, just imagine you give a papad and it is very soft. Can you enjoy the papad? No, you cannot enjoy. So,
so the texture of the food is also very important then finally comes the taste the final aspect of food the good food is the taste then we should taste very nicely so now the ultimate the 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 cook of the cook the best chef in the whole universe is radharani radharani is such an expert cook that she knows what krishna likes and she prepares every single day a new dish a new recipe every single day can you imagine every single and there is no repetition radharani is such an expert cook that she doesn't repeat any recipe twice for krishna unlimited varieties of recipes she is cooking even till day every single day it is new new nava nava rasa just this one fact is enough for us to understand that we should go back to home as well just imagine when you go to the spiritual world and there krishna is preparing so many beautiful radharani is preparing wonderful things krishna is having and then krishna is distributing to all his friends and then finally we get to eat it ah every single day a new recipe so that's the mood that's the mood with which we actually understand and cook okay we are offering back to krishna so krishna is actually not hungry for all the food that you are giving krishna is hungry for your love he is wanting oh this devotee is offering yo me bhaktya prayachati he is saying do you have love for me do you have the bhakti for me then he will accept it simply you offer some nice dishes he will not going to accept what are we going to offer it to him he is having nice food prepared by radharani our food is nothing for him but still for our purification he comes and he accepts it you see so very very important and then how do we offer so when you prepare a food any prasadam so what are we supposed to do is when you cook the bhoga you put it in the nice plate you see for example here i have a plate now so just this <laughs> for demonstration i have got this for all of you So what's happening here? I have this plate and I have this few bananas here. Now, now after cooking everything, or you're offering fruits or dry fruits or whatever it is, then you take this small, you know, tulsi leaf. The tulsi leaf is here. Now you see the tulsi leaf has a stalk. Now what we need to do is we need to remove the stalk. This stalk I will take it out now because that should be taken out. otherwise it will get stuck in krishna's throat so i take out that stalk and now there is only the leaf now this leaf i am going to place it on the banana okay so after cooking everything you place the tulsi leaf and now things are ready so this is what is having your plate your bhoga plate is ready now very very important can anyone suggest what is the best thing that i could have done here Can anyone unmute yourself and just tell me what better I could do here? I have already kept this bananas here on the plate. Can you just tell me and suggest something nice I can do here? Can I improvise my offering to Krishna? Any ideas that you have? I already placed this here. Tulsi leaf also is kept. Can you tell me how can I improvise this offering? Please unmute yourself. good 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 very good point very nice is there something else that i can do along with that ah 
can do is when you are offering fruits you can nicely cut them into pieces small bite sized pieces you know when you offer some guests some fruits you actually cut them and nicely give them so that it's very easy for them to eat so similarly krishna is a person so cut them nicely and then offer it to krishna it's very nice so that is attention to details so when we are doing seva we are giving attention to all these minute details so i don't simply offer it but i actually skin them properly clean them and then put the tulsi leaf and then offer it to krishna so very nice good so let's understand some more things about offering procedure so now when we offer the bhoga this plate we need to have some prayers but before the prayers we can have the picture of prabhupad we can have the picture of lord chaitanya or the panchatatva and then we can have another krishna photo at least these three things are important so now what happens is when we offer this bhoga when you have this plate because i am not pure we are not pure we cannot offer directly to krishna so what we are doing is the procedure is i first take this plate and i give it to my spiritual master my dear spiritual master please take this bhoga that i have prepared now krishna that prabhupad will take this bhoga from us and then he will offer it to chaitanya mahaprabhu so chaitanya mahaprabhu will take it from prabhupad and say oh you have offered me this then chaitanya mahaprabhu will give it to radharani and then radharani will give it to krishna so this is the procedure this is the parampara this is the nice way of offering we cannot offer to krishna directly at this in uncontaminated contaminated state so when we offer it to prabhupad then it goes to chaitanya mahaprabhu it goes to radharani then finally goes to krishna so how do we do this now we have to chant the pranam mantras so when you keep this plate very nicely in front of the lord in front of the altar in front of prabhupad and radha krishna and panchatatva then we will first pray to prabhupad and we will chant these three uh, these mantras thrice namo om vishnu padaya krishna prishtaya bhutale shrimate bhakti vedanta swami nitinamine namaste saraswate deve gauravani pracharine nirvishesha shunyavadi bhashya pradeshatarine while ringing the bell you chant this mantra thrice three times so three times you chant this mantra then you go to the next mantra that is the mantra for chaitanya mahaprabhu namo mahavadanyaya krishna prema pradayate krishnaya krishna chaitanya namne gauratvise namaha again three times while ringing the bell after offering it to chaitanya mahaprabhu you chant another mantra namo brahmanya devaya brahmana hitaya cha jagatitaya krishna jagatitaya krishnaya govindaya namo namaha you see again three times you chant this mantra while ringing the bell then you chant hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare once you chant hare krishna mantra then after chanting all these mantras three mantras three times and hare krishna mantra you are now ready to keep it for the lord to enjoy the prasadam the bhoga and prasadam bhoga now let's ponder on some very important points here 
Now, when you keep the bhoga plate, you leave the plate in front of the Lord for 15 to 20 minutes. Just like you take about 15 20 minutes to have a prasadam, the Lord equally takes that much amount of time. Now, suppose if you have prepared a lot of items, maybe chappan bhog, then you may have to keep 25 minutes more, 5 minutes more. So, if it is simple, some fruit offering or dry fruit offering, it can be 5 minutes. If it is uh, like breakfast item, it can be 10 minutes. So, accordingly, you can vary. The more the items, the more the time. So, that is how you need to place the prasadam, the bhoga in front of the Lord. Then, like I told you already, that ringing the bell is very important. Then finally, once the Lord is done with his eating, the bhoga, now it is becoming prasadam. Now, this is a very interesting thing. Now, some people ask, Oh, Prabhuji, I kept the whole plate there and the full plate is still back. Krishna has not eaten. That is the mercy of Krishna. He doesn't eat anything completely. He leaves everything as it is. That's why it is said, Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnam Udachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnam Evavashishate So anything that comes from Krishna is complete. Krishna can eat just by his glance. He doesn't have to eat by his mouth. Just by looking at it, he will eat it. And after eating it, he keeps it complete, full for us to enjoy. That is the mercy. That's why it is called prasadam. Now, what has happened is, when you have offered bhoga, Krishna has tasted. Now, when Krishna has tasted that, Krishna's saliva is mixed. Now, Krishna's saliva is nectar. And then when you take this prasadam, it's transcendental. It creates a magic in you. It's not ordinary now. It is very, very powerful. So, now when you ring the bell and then you are taking, you are paying your respects to the Lord. Thank you so much for accepting our bhoga, my Lord. Now I am taking the plate out. And then, while ringing the bell, you again chant Namo Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Srimade Bhakti Vedanta Swamini Dinavale Namaste Saraswati Devi Gaurwani Puchatale then you chant once Hare Krishna Mantra completely and then you are thanking Lord, you are thanking Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you are thanking Prabhupada and then you are taking it. So what now has happened is Krishna has taken the prasadam, that Krishna's prasadam is taken by Radharani. Radharani is now giving it to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is eating that prasadam and then giving it to Prabhupada. Prabhupada is taking that prasadam and then finally giving it to you. So what you are receiving is now Maha Maha Prasadam. Very very powerful. So you are not, not simply eating Krishna Prasadam but you are eating Maha Maha Prasadam now. It's very powerful. So uh, you know I just want to mention one very beautiful pastime. Once Prabhupada was going from Mexico some other place. So he boarded a flight with two more disciples in Mexico and then during the flight Prabhupada was hungry and then he was eating the puffed rice, poha. Prabhupada was eating poha and then he had as much as he wanted. Then he gave it to his disciple. His name was Shrutakirti, Shrutakirti Prabhu. And he gave it to another devotee who was with them. So they were very eager to eat, you know, they are just waiting, Prabhupada will give us some Mahaprasada. So they ate, uh, he gave to that devotee and he kept something for his own. 
fell on the plate and just when he was about to eat the stewardess so she was walking passing by through the aisle and she saw this devotee she stopped by she took she put her hand in the plate and she took some poha and she ate it now she ate the mahaprasad of lobar and then she was like so ecstatic she said oh what is this it's so nice then uh, he said uh, it is puff rice then immediately the student said can i help you can i get something more for you then this devotee looks at lobar and says lobar do you want anything then he said yes hot milk this lady she was so happy she goes and then she gets three cups of hot milk for each one of them now prabhupad had hot milk and this devotee was so excited and he told prabhupad prabhupad see so nice that she came and gave hot milk prabhupad said yes that is the nature of a woman women generally they like to serve people and then this incident was over 10 years later 10 years later shutakirti prabhu You know, he was explaining this particular incident in London to the devotees while he was giving a lecture. He was telling all these things that happened in the plane. And after the lecture, one devotee from the group he goes to Shrutakirti Prabhu and says, "The story that you told was very nice, but I want to tell you one story." And this devotee he says that while I was doing sankirtan in Brazil, Brazil in the rainforest where there are so many villages in remote areas we were doing sankirtan and we happened to go to one village distributing prasadam and distributing books and we knocked at one door and then a woman a woman opens the door and moment she saw us in dhoti kurta she invited in and we went inside the home and we saw the pictures of krishna and we saw there is a nice altar there at her place and then They understood that she is a devotee. Oh, you are a devotee. How come that you have become a devotee here in this remote village? And then she said, actually, I happen to meet devotees. I happen to meet Prabhupada also. Ten years back, I met Prabhupada on a plane when I was a stewardess, and I happen to eat some prasadam. And now I am a devotee. So this is the effect of Mahaprasad. This is the effect of the mercy of the devotee. So, whenever you get a chance to eat prasadam, just grab it. Never waste prasadam. Just grab it. That's the power of prasadam. So, let's continue. When you take the bhoga plate from the altar, you need to mop that place with little sprinkle some water and clean that altar plate. Okay, clean that altar nicely where the plate was kept. Then after taking this now the bhoga, you put each item in the respective vessel. The rice will go into rice, chapati will go into rice, uh, chapati vessel, and then the fruits will go into the fruit vessel. The sabji will go into the sabji vessel. You mix everything, and then take this plate of Krishna and wash it immediately. After washing the plate of Krishna, now you are ready to honor. Ah, Chaitanya is singing. Finally, Prabhu, you are telling us to honor. So much big procedure, so many things, and then finally we are getting something. But this is a very, very beautiful experience that you are going to get. You practice this at your home, and you will really thoroughly enjoy. Okay. So now you may now distribute the prasadam and honor it yourself. 
how we need to uh, take prasadam after all so this is the procedure of offering and the tulsi should be taken tulsi should not be removed and thrown tulsi should also be consumed so this is the procedure now before we go for honoring prasadam let's see if there are any more questions okay so let's take some questions now let me see if there are any so hope the previous question that you had asked earlier the procedure of offering is all clear to you now and especially the men at home should learn the procedure of offering see the women are busy cooking but if the men can assist the women at home by offering that will be really very nice so the men should definitely know how to offer the bhoga to krishna very very important extremely important ah it's great if the men also can cook and assist the women at home while cooking that's an amazing thing so i generally do that i also i don't know how to cook but i try to assist aradhana while she is cooking and uh, definitely i don't try making chapatis because when i make chapatis it's all different polygonal shape and prasad means it should look good so it will definitely not look good if i cook it so i just assist that's all so now uh, mother is asking prabhu ji if we have a uh, mandir with devata's pictures is it okay to have krishna picture or idol along with it definitely i mean it is so nice the devotees you know devatas will be so happy oh now krishna is with us all this you know time we were all alone but now we have our worshipable deity krishna with us here so devatas will feel very happy they are not like uh, they are not envious they go oh, now krishna has come all the time now we were masters now krishna has come no they are not envious so they will be more happy very pleased and in fact when you offer something to krishna you can offer it to the devatas also the same thing you can pray to them you can offer them they will be very happy and uh, to have krishna in the altar and also start getting some prasad that's amazing thing they will bless you even more then or should we separate Uh, so when we offer it will be an offering to for all no there is no need to offer but when you are chanting the mantras when you are chanting the mantras you are chanting the mantra to prabhupada you are chanting the mantra to chaitanya mahaprabhu and then you are chanting the mantra to so absolutely no problem in that sense so you can still have them in the altar you would have to separate them because uh, they will be more pleased when krishna is there so then but the mantras that you are chanting these mantras are enough so that should be enough So Vinod Chandan is asking, can we keep a photo or say a bronze idol of Krishna? Definitely, you can keep a bronze idol of Krishna, and uh, that is uh, also very nice. Deity worship can be done. So generally, we recommend that we keep the idols of Jagannath, Baldev, Subhadra, because the procedure of uh, uh, taking care of these deities is very simple. But when it's Radha and Krishna, then has its own own set of do's uh, and don'ts so the very simple procedure is either you have jagannath baldev subhadra or you can have nitai goranga nitai goranga is none other than krishna and baladam so and they are very very simple very pleased very easy to take care of them so nitai goranga is also very uh, nice way of offering and keeping them the idols of nitai goranga jagannath baldev subhadra or nitai goranga to start off when you become very experienced 
mature, then you can have Radha Krishna. But Krishna definitely is not worshipped alone. But Lattu Gopal you can. Krishna idol, Lattu Gopal. Lattu Gopal which is solid, not hollow. You know sometimes you get idols which are hollow. So don't keep hollow idols. You need to have a proper idol. Like generally uh, Krishna's, we don't call idol, we call deity. Because idol and deity they are two different things. So you can have uh, Lattu Gopal. So that will be really nice. So yes, exactly. So Nadu Gopal is a very nice thing that you can have. And pictures of Radha Krishna and Prabhupada should be picture picture of Radha Krishna is okay. But deities, keeping deities of Radha Krishna is not okay. It's okay, but we are not mature at this stage. So Nadu Gopal you can keep and uh, you can serve. That's very nice. Good. So let's go to the next section. Uh, I may extend the session a little bit. Please do not mind. But this is extremely important. Uh, although I have cut down on the serving part of it, but let's go to the next very very important part, and that's the honoring part of it. So after discussing all this, we miss out on honoring part, then it will be injustice. So let's go to that. Honoring prasad. Okay. So this is another very important aspect. The most relishing aspect of this whole yagna of preparing prasadam. So when we honor prasadam, the very first word you see, we are not enjoying prasadam. We are not simply eating prasadam, but we are honoring prasadam. Means you are actually respecting Krishna. We don't enjoy prasadam. We don't enjoy Krishna. We honor Krishna. Similarly, we honor prasadam. We are very, very respectful towards prasadam. We have to take this prasadam cross legs. Now, most of us we sit on dining tables. Even if you sit on dining tables, try to keep your legs crossed and sit on that. Ideally, we should sit down on the floor and eat prasadam. It's very very important because even Ayurveda recommends sitting on the floor on a proper asana. You know they used to have those patli. Patli means that floor. You know you sit on that and then you have uh, prasadam. That will help you a lot. So that's very important to please have uh, prasadam while we are cross legs, having cross legs. Now, before beginning the meal, before you start eating, you should first glance at the prasadam. You should pay your respects to it, remembering that it's the mercy of the Lord. Oh my Lord, thank you so much for your mercy, the prasadam that you have given. Then you should glorify the Lord very nicely. How do you glorify the Lord? The prayers are given. And I'm going to share this prayer with all of you. So if I don't, then please remind me. I'm going to share this prasadam prayers. How do we chant this prayer? Very, very nice prayers are given in the Mahabharata and the Skanda Purana. Let me chant this prayer. Mahaprasade Govinde Namabrahmani Vaishnave Swalpapunyam Nutam Rajan Vishwasanevajayate Sharirya Vidyajal जडिंद्रहेताय Rabhunitya Ananda, Shri Advaita Gadadara, Shri Vasari Gaurabhakta Vrindha, 
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे देन आफ्टर सेइंग दिस प्रेयर वी से श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण चंद्र गड्डू गोपाल राधा माधव जगन्नाथ गुरुदेव सुभद्रा मैया शीला प्रभुपाद महाप्रसाद की जय देन आफ्टर सेइंग ऑल दिस देन यू स्टार्ट प्रोसेशन द प्रसाद सो दिस प्रेयर आई एम गोइंग टू चैंट आई एम गोइंग टू सेंड यू द ऑडियो फाइल एज वेल एज द text file so that you can refer to them and learn it's very very simple and very joyful also so let's ponder upon some very important points here so before you take prasadam please wash your hands your feet and mouth you can also clean your mouth before honoring prasadam very very important do not eat while standing you know generally in buffet system people tend to uh, go stand and they start eating while standing that is not good so especially in the parties and all those places we should sit and eat not stand and eat it's not a right thing to do so use your five fingers of the right hand and to touch the or place the food in the mouth and it's an offense to touch the prasadam with the left hand do not touch left hand to the prasadam eat only with the right hand only the water glass you can take with the left hand but no don't touch any prasadam with your left hand especially you know when you are tearing the chapatis or the puris i have seen especially north indians do this they use both hands and then they tear the chapati and they eat it no you should practice how to tear the chapati with your right hand and then eat it it's very important Do not use your left hand at all. The left hand should be only used for sipping some water. And when you drink water, also do not touch the glass. You should drink from the top. Do not touch the glass to the lips, to the mouth. Drink it from the top. And while honoring the sadam, do not talk. <laughs> It's very difficult, you know, especially in this uh, time and age when people get together. They talk so much, but you are actually honoring the sadhu. You are doing puja. It's an agna. Please understand. Honoring eating the sadhu is also an agna. And while eating, you should keep the plate on the floor. Many people, because they cannot bend down, they keep the plate on the belly. <laughs> Their belly is so big they can keep the plate on the belly and they keep eating it. That's an improper way. You should not. Hold the plate above on your hand and then eat it because yagna kunda. Your plate is a yagna kunda. Have you seen any pujaris lifting the yagna kunda and then doing swaha swaha? No, they don't do that. It's placed properly on the ground. So your plate is also yagna kunda. So you cannot lift your yagna kunda and then keep it on the belly and eat it. No, that's an improper way. why eating or drinking do not make disturbing noises you know people keep belching what what is all those kind of noises they make <laughs> so please do not it will disturb others it's very irritating sometimes when people make that noise and some people ah it's too much and then you should not find fault with the taste of the prasadam please tolerate then krishna has already accepted that it is become prasadam even if it is does not have salt please think that it's mercy of the lord and eat it that's all okay so do not find fault with the prasadam oh this is not good that is not good 
Like Krishna is accepted, then we should take it. Just take it. That's all. And while eating, many times, you know, we take the uh, curry leaves are there, drumsticks are there, chilies are there. When you eat them and you cannot actually consume them, you should not keep them on the floor. You should keep in one portion, one side of your plate. Do not keep them on the floor, outside the plate. You should not place them. Keep it on the plate, but somewhere in the, in the corner. So all those things should not be kept. Because it's already prasada, you should not keep them on the floor. Not a good habit. Now, like I already explained, the large items like chapatis and puris should be torn by the right hand. Make small pieces and then eat it. And do not spit while eating. Some people keep their mouth open and they keep chewing. Not a good thing to do again. And while speaking and while eating, you should not spit. You should not spit the kasa. Not good. And some people while drinking also, then they don't like something that they spit the, you know, put the spit in the water. No, you should not spit in the water also. So all these are nitty-gritties, these are hygienic principles we need to follow. So please ponder upon these things. Very, very important. Now, after finishing the meal, while waiting for others to finish, one may chant loud various slokas. Mahaprasadam ki jai, Radha Krishna Chandra ki jai. After you are nicely satisfied, you have enjoyed the prasadam, you should glorify the Lord. Once again, before and after, very nice. So generally when I get up, you know, we get up. Uh, after praying, we say Mahaprasadam ki jai, Prabhupada ki jai. We say something like that and then we get up from the place. Now, after rising, from the meal, one should wash one's hands without delay and then rinse one's mouth at least three times and finally one may wash one's feet. Now why feet? Yes, actually, whenever you go to the toilets, whenever you go, put your hands in one of the nine holes. We have nine holes in the body. If you touch any one of these nine holes, you should wash your hand, wash your hands and feet. That's a principle of cleanliness. So if we can follow this hygienic principle, mind you, no corona will affect you, no virus can affect you. Our principles are very hygienic, the Brahminical culture is extremely pure. So if anybody can follow this day in and out, nothing can affect, no virus can, can really affect you. Because you are already maintaining, practicing the hygienic principles. And do not take rest, perform very strenuous labor directly after the meal. You know, you should wait at least for half an hour and then you can do whatever activities you want. But immediately, you should not. You should take, give some rest for yourself. After eating the meal, after having your prasadam, it's very important that wherever you had kept the plate, you should mop it. Nobody should step on it. It's wrong. So before anybody steps on that plate or does anything else, you should mop that place where the plate was kept, where you had eaten. Very, very important. Okay, and we do that every single day, every single time we eat, mop the place, very very important. So that's it for today and uh, I'll take some more questions now before I leave. Uh, one more important thing is, please do not overeat, eat as much as you want, please do not take extra prasadam, you have to be very conscious how much quantity you want, because overeating will lead to disease. Oh, just because it's prasadam, I'll keep stuffing prasadam more and more. No, it will lead to some disease. Although prasadam is very pure, but we should maintain the body appropriately. 
नेवर ओवर इट श्रीला प्रभुपाद गुरु महाराज श्रीला भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर ही नेवर लाइक हिज डिसाइपल्स टू हैव पॉट बेलीज यू शुड बी वेरी लीन वेरी फिट एंड फाइन नेवर ओवर इट अवॉइड ओवर इटिंग इवन इफ इट इज प्रसाद इन द एंगर डेज इट्स ओके व्हेन यू आर अ नाइस एंग बॉय एंग पीपल यू नो यू कैन ईट लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स बट एज यू ग्रो वी शुड मिनिमाइज युक्त आहार कृष्णा सेज इन द भगवत गीता everything in moderation eating moderation sleeping moderation everything should be in moderation do not over eat okay so with this let me open up for few more q and a let's understand few more very important things if uh, there are any questions you can be get from iskon dd of laddu gopal yes definitely you can get laddu gopal from the nearest iskon temple and uh, Uh, generally, the Ladu Gopal. I had shared a picture image with Dev, so you can have that kind of Ladu Gopal, which is not made of ceramic. It is made properly with uh, the pancha, uh, pancha loha, the five elements, five metals, so that will be very very nice. So Ladu Gopal is good. You can keep it. So honoring prasadam, we do not eat and enjoy prasadam. Uh, now serving prasadam is. another science which we will definitely discuss sometimes later but serving prasadam is a science in itself you see many times i have seen people uh, they have nice uh, sambar and rice and then this person comes and puts one gulab jamun in the in between the sambar now how can you relish a gulab jamun when it is put in the sambar <laughs> so you will simply annoy that person so you should have a proper etiquette of serving prasadam that's another session we will definitely discuss in detail about it so please ask any questions if you have regarding the things that we have discussed today i hope you have got good insights on all that we wanted to discuss about prasada very very important prabhupada ensured that anybody comes to temple nobody should go without prasada everybody should get some prasada prabhupada was very strict on this never send anyone without prasada so please uh, anybody comes to your home there should be some dry prasadam you should offer something to them offer some dry prasadam and they will really relish they are getting the mercy of krishna so yes achutan ji saying very good insights prabhu ji yes thank you so much achutan ji and uh, there are many more things that we want to discuss going forward in these practical sessions so practical spirituality these sessions we are definitely going to understand all these different aspects of uh, spirituality like how to chant properly how to deal with people properly associate with people properly and then how uh, to have proper etiquettes when we go to the temple what are we supposed to do what are we not supposed to do so all these things we are going to discuss on uh, in these sessions of practical spirituality every first sunday of the month and uh, today we are starting this new year So fantastic that you could all join and please share these sessions with everyone else so that people can benefit. They also understand some practical aspects of this. So, so from my side, this is uh, that's it. If you have any questions, I will open up for questions. Let me see if there are any questions in the YouTube. No, as of now I don't have any. So please feel free to ask any questions. If not, then. so we will continue from where we have left in the bhagavad gita
next session we will continue uh, the next shlokas upcoming shlokas we have completed i think until 21st or 22nd shloka we will continue from there so <clears throat> please chant regularly every single day and from today onward at least for the next one month if you can minutely observe all these different things and apply these things in your life while cooking prasadam you will see the magic happening in your place you will see amazing things happening very powerful very very powerful okay so yes so that's it today thank you so much thank you very much for joining all of you and we will see you again next weekend uh, back into the bhagavad gita session so thank you once again take care hari krishna